This is the Iyer What Now podcast, in which Mary Thompson and Jerry Thompson explore Ayurvedic principles and make them easy to understand so that you can benefit from this amazing health science. We're glad you're here. Okay, welcome. This is Mary Thompson, and I'm here with my brother Jerry Thompson, and we are Iyer What Now? And we're glad you're here. Hi, Jerry. Hi, Mary. It's good to see you again. That's good to see you. And good to hear you. <laughs> yeah, to right. podcast. So uh-huh. today we are going to talk about our own doshas. So we did the really long, all those episodes on kind of the theory of Ayurveda and all that was to get to these conversations we could have about Ayurveda in context, like in our own lives. Uh-huh. So it'd be great, I think, talk about what we see as our own doshas and how yeah. we do that. Mm-hmm. So I, I think we've done that too. Sometimes we say, oh, I think I've got some of this quality or whatever. Right. So when you think of your own dosha, mm-hmm. what do you, what comes up for you? What, what do you think with that? I think I'm primarily vata with a little uh, pitta rising, I guess. <laughs> but uh, I like- I, 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 yeah, go ahead. Oh, no, I was going to ask you probably what you're going to say. How did you come to that? Okay. Yeah. I, well, I think because I'm fairly creative and uh, um, I, I come up with a lot of ideas uh, and I kind of bounce from things to things. I often will uh, um, do what probably a lot of people are familiar with. Uh, I'll walk into a room and then I'll forget why I came in because I was thinking of something else. Um, I uh, And I, I also have some of the uh, traits of being anxious and uh, I'm often uh, feeling cold. Uh, uh, compared to my uh, kapha wife that's normally feeling warm and wants the weather cool. So it, 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 for those that can't see me, I've got my knit cap and sweatshirt on and Anne's walking around in a t-shirt. <laughs> um, so, uh, but I, I imagine the idea that uh, I am um, have a, a creative sense and sort of, uh, uh, and I'm generally up and pretty um, energetic. And that was my uh, uh, bottle. You know, one thing I remember about you was being an inventor, that you would yes. have an idea and then you could follow it out and come up with clever solutions to the challenges you got. Yeah, and I love doing that, I, uh, uh, trying to uh, uh, come up with different it just And sometimes it's just for fun. I, I, I know I made a, a thing for uh, Anne and her folks because they every time I hear Anne on the phone, she says, I don't know where you want to go to lunch. Where do you want to go to lunch? I don't know. I can hear them going back and forth. So I made a spinning wheel with uh, uh, restaurants on it for them as a, as a game so that they could, and I called it uh, uh, meal a wheel and, uh, <laughs> and uh, just different, different stuff like that. I, I like just creating little uh, things that I find amusing or hopefully others do too. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love that. Um, I do think that shows a lot of the Vata creativity. Um, another thing you mentioned was like being cold. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That we have a lot of, uh, a lot of times we'll be like with our partners, maybe we're in a different climate zone. It must be colder in the kitchen than it is in living. <laughs> We've got, yeah. you know, I'm wearing a jacket and, and Michael might be wearing a t-shirt or mm-hmm. um, yeah. certainly a lot more comfortable when the weather gets, when the weather gets colder. Mm-hmm. Are there any other than the creativity? Cause I think that's a really positive strength that Vata has is coming mm-hmm. in with clever solutions to the problems, maybe thinking outside the box with things like that, are there any things that you identify as like either strengths or challenges that you've had throughout your life because of having some of this characteristics of vata? 
Uh, well, I do get anxious and, and a little unsure myself at times. I often have a difficult time staying on track with things um, to the point that it, it, I might have attention deficit disorder. Uh, uh, it, not to the fact that it needs medication or anything, but uh, I bounce around a lot mm -hmm. and, and often don't follow through with uh, uh, ideas. It, it takes a little bit of uh, uh, stoking my uh, head aside to try to <laughs> get things done because it's easy for me to uh, uh, start things and then bounce onto something else and leave, leave something else, uh, leave my original project aside. So, well, I think that's an excellent description of the Vata mind, the way it goes from thing to thing. And then sometimes it goes all the way down the end track and other times it can be distracted and go mm -hmm. off in another direction. Yeah, yeah. And so I think the way that you have gone through your career has been has been Vata with, you know, saying yes to opportunities and mm -hmm. building on what you were doing as opposed to like the Pitta nature tends to want to have a goal and go towards that goal. And I always like the idea that if you'd had a goal, you'd be a, a VP at a spice company. <laughs> That's right. I think we talked that about that one yeah. before. Yeah, a, yeah. I, mean, I, I, don't, I don't particularly like making long range goals. I just mm -hmm. jump on opportunities when they um, arrive. Mm -hmm. And I think that's, that's a real Vata strength, being flexible and adaptable as things come up and seeing, oh, this sounds like a good direction to go, even though it yeah. wasn't maybe a direction you thought of before that. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, um, challenges would be, I think, probably that sometimes it's difficult to finish stuff. You know, if, if you have a project you're working on, I think everybody procrastinates. I, it, the thing I think with Ayurveda, everybody does everything and yeah. everybody procrastinates, but Vata Dosha procrastinates usually things that don't seem like fun or they become too difficult. Would that ring true for you? Yes, it would. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Yeah, it, it, it took a lot for me to get into an exercise routine. And I found what I had to do is basically, and now I have a personal trainer that mostly is my, um, I have to pay her whether I show up or not. So ah. that's my, that's my uh, a way of making sure that well, I, I'm not going to uh, waste my money. So, okay, I'm going to uh, do this to get mm -hmm. into uh, um, a regular exercise routine. Mm-hmm. I think too, like with, with things like that, I try to gamify them. It's like, if I'm going to do something, I might have, uh, if I do this 10 days in a row, then I earn this kind of prize. Oh, okay. <laughs> so mm -hmm. it's like, or I always do the carrot and the stick. It's like, if I do it 10 days in a row, I get the prize. But if I only do it six days, then I have to do this thing I don't want to do. So it, mm -hmm. it's like, if I do it 10 days in a row, then I get to go out to lunch at a favorite restaurant. If I only do it six days, then I have to clean all my kitchen cabinets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I had heard of an uh, uh, angle where somebody was doing that, that they would say, uh, um, okay, uh, you would have two friends, say, if you wanted to quit smoking, and you'd say, okay, we'll put up $100 each, and whoever starts smoking, their $100 will go to something you hate, like it, it'll give money to the Ku Klux Klan or something, and <laughs> So, so you have the money set aside, and and uh, if you start smoking again, okay, you're it's gonna, gonna be go. This. Yeah, <laughs> that would do it. That would do it for me. I think having yeah, something yeah, I did yeah. not want the money to go to, and I had to put it towards. So I think I think Bata Dosha often needs those kind of things, little mm -hmm. little tricks to keep themselves 
working towards a goal because for, um, and I have a lot of vata in my nature as well. So we're going to talk a lot about vata, Mm -hmm. but I think it's, um, we, we as vata don't always complete projects, but we don't mind that so much, you know, because we're not here for the goal necessarily. We're here for the project. We're here for the fun. Mm-hmm. And yeah, so, yeah. so I think sometimes it's, it can be hard to follow through because the goal wasn't as important to us as the journey. Right. And so it's, I think some of these things like doing the, the money goes to the group you don't like, or the um, setting ourselves up with carrots and sticks or gamifying things or, or setting yourself with a consequence. The money's going to go out either way. So you, mm-hmm. should, you might as well show up. You know, we have all these consequences because we know, we recognize that about ourselves, that we don't always show up even when we want to, even when we want to show up for the training. Like, ah, mm-hmm. I don't feel like it today. It's not, a, yeah. it's cold outside. I've <laughs> I'd got rather this do thing this. I want to do. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. So we might have to do that. So I also have got a lot of vata dosha. I'm pretty well mixed vata and pitta. But when, this is an interesting thing. I don't think we've talked a lot about this. Like when I was younger, I had a lot of vata imbalance. So I had my digestive system was very vata and I get a lot of gas or my mm. mind was very vata. I have a lot of worry and anxiety. I had insomnia. I had really dry skin. I had a lot of these vata issues. And so I thought I was vata, vata, vata. Like I didn't have anything else. I was just so vata. I was underweight, had all these vata qualities. But as I began to repair my vata, when I began to do more moist foods and keep warm enough and things like that, the pitta began to show up and I began to be like, I don't worry very much now. I'm I'm more likely to say, how can I fix this? You know, make a plan and, and do that. I still don't finish a lot of things and I still struggle with procrastination when things aren't fun. But um, I think that a lot of my vata got resolved when I addressed it. But there are some things that are just like your nature. I'm still cold all the time. Uh, I went for a walk this morning. And when I came back, my husband said, you know, oh, it must be cold outside. I said, yeah, it is cold. He goes, I could tell I had, had a wool cap on. I had gloves on. I had a down jacket. And the sun is out. It's probably in the high 50s. It's not freezing outside. But it was it was too cold for me to be out there without a lot of protection yeah. <laughs> and things. So we can. I think this was a question you asked me before was, can our dosha change and our constitution, like who we are on a basic level doesn't really change. But if I go out of balance in a dosha, it may appear that it's, it's taken over. So if all my symptoms are symptoms of a doshic imbalance, if I've got like the coldness, the dryness, the lightness and the instability of vata, and I'm eating a lot of cold, dry, light foods. I'm doing a lot of cold things or drying activities. Then I have to tease out what is my nature and what is my my dosha, my constitution. Mm-hmm. So for me, I really identified, initially I identified my dosha by my symptoms. And now I kind of look at it as what I refer to as my tendencies. Like I have a tendency to get chap lips mm. if I don't drink enough water, if I don't have enough oils in my diet, things like that. So I can begin to identify 
oh, I've got this underlying dryness that I have to pay attention to. And then, um, as you mentioned a couple of times, your wife's got a different kind of makeup than you have. This has come up a lot here because my husband has a different makeup than I have, and he'll get different reactions, say, to foods. And Mm -hmm. so we eat the same foods, and then he has a reaction, and he's surprised I don't have that same reaction. You know, Mm -hmm. if it drove him to the bathroom, why are you not having this problem? And it's like, we're just different. So look at, pardon me? I say that's true for Ann and I, too. Yeah. Uh, uh, She has different metabolic issues that that are Mm -hmm. associated with diet than I do. Right. And so when we look at trying to identify our own doshas, we we look at, um, from an Ayurvedic perspective, there's three avenues. We look at how we look, like physically, structurally, how the body's put together, that we tend to be tall and lean, or we can look and, and be heavier, big bones, dense, have a dense musculature, things like that. So Ayurveda looks at those qualities. Um, Then we look at how the body functions metabolically. Mm -hmm. And then the last one is mind and emotions. And I give a lot of credence to mind and emotions because I can change what my physical body looks like with my diet, Mm -hmm. but the mind and emotions seem to be pretty stable over time. Yeah. You know, they tend to present the way they're going to present. Be the, uh, that'd be that bouncing from uh, subject to subject or uh, uh, feeling anxious uh, or, mm-hmm. or at times. I, I, I know I do try to, um, I guess, meditate, but concentrate on my breathing sometimes when I'm getting too anxious mm-hmm. uh, to, to compensate for that. So it's great. So you've looked at ways to kind of bring that in line. Mm-hmm. Like right. if you're feeling anxious, maybe bring it in line or feeling distracted by bringing your focus on the breath, you can bring it back right. in. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So looking at like Vata, I think it can be tough to make decisions. I'm thinking, I, I'm going back to like the decisions about where to eat lunch. Mm-hmm. Everybody has trouble making decisions. Vatas have trouble making decisions because everything sounds okay. It's like, that all sounds good. Yeah. Or maybe maybe none of it sounds good. <laughs> yeah. You know, it must be something better. I just don't know what it is. Yeah, right. And kids' nature people have a hard time making decisions because it's not important where we go to lunch. You know, mm-hmm. it's I need to eat, but yeah. I don't care where we go. Just do the place, and then we're going to go there because it's mm-hmm. it's. I, I see pitta nature people have a real easy time making big decisions. Am I going to take mm-hmm. that job or not take the job? live in this location, mm-hmm. not live someplace else because they have criteria. Whereas these little decisions, you know, do you mm-hmm. want to sit here or here? Mm-hmm. It doesn't matter. And Kafa tends to not have a difficult time with decisions, but they often want the other person to decide because they want the other person to be happy. Yeah. Yeah, I have a little bit of coffee in that too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, just, I would say that's true. Yeah. I do think you've got you've got some coffee. You've got some of that that softness mm-hmm. and sweetness mm-hmm. that coffee yeah. has more of. Vata mm-hmm. can be. I I struggle with this. I can be a little thoughtless. You know, mm-hmm. it's like I, I've done something and it's offended somebody, but I didn't realize it. And so, oh, it's I like, do that a lot too. <laughs> so, Sometimes I don't. Person. I don't realize it until years later. <laughs> I thought, oh my god, I can't believe I said that. <laughs> 
Why aren't they talking to me anymore? I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I remember, I probably mentioned this on the earlier podcast. I remember meeting a girl, she was I don't know, 17, 18 years old. And she talked about how her mother had thrown her a birthday party. She was 16 and she had mm-hmm. just grabbed her address book and invited 12 of her friends from her address book. Oh yeah. And she got there and she said, I was a different person with every person in the room. And I didn't oh, know how, I didn't know how to be me. It was like, this person was the person I did this thing with. And she just, she couldn't kind of be one person. She had to be the reflection mm-hmm. of all these different people. I think that's like Vata gone crazy. You know, that's when Vata is, it's extreme. Yeah. Of it, being it, a chameleon. Because you adapt to your uh, the people you're with and mm-hmm. reflect off them. Right. Because Vata nature is just so changeable. It mm-hmm. changes by what the situation is. It changes by what the demands are around them. And this, is, again, is what's weird about Vata is they're okay with that. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Well, until all 12 people show up at once. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's, but you know, she never would have created that situation for herself. Yeah, that right, her, right. That her mom had to do that for her. So I think it's it's one of the challenges I think with Vate is really trying to be the same. For me, this is a challenge: trying to be the same person, no matter who I'm who I'm talking to. Mm-hmm. You know, to not it's not quite abandon myself, but to give away uh, some self identity to match what this person is expecting or wants from me. And I think that's that's like my life lesson. I don't know if people are into astrology too, but like in Western astrology, I'm a double Gemini. And so oh. it's like I'm four, I'm two sets of twins. So it's just <laughs> really hard to just be me. I don't yeah. really know. Sometimes I don't know who that is. Yeah. I can understand that. Yeah. Um, I think challenge-wise, what things throw me out of balance? If I'm if I'm doing too much, if I'm not getting enough sleep, if I'm not feeding myself, if I just I I remember this was a dream vacation. I've never done this, but I thought this sounded really fun. To travel for a week to seven different cities and take a different form of transportation each day. So see, seven. like drive. Okay. Go ahead. So I drive to like drive to San Francisco. One. Take a ferry to, okay, and then Two. do a hot air balloon in Napa, and Three. then do um, let's see, then I'm probably gonna get on the train there in Napa, take Four. the skunk train. So. <laughs> okay, I hadn't planned it in a long time. You, know, do well, you, can, you can ride a bike. You I can, can ride uh, a bike. Take, take I a can plane. do that Napa too. Uh, but um, like Vata would love that planning. It's like, oh my god, I'd never have to do the same thing. Let's do that now. Forever. I'll see you later. Bye. <laughs> Hot air walking. balloon. Yeah. <laughs> walking. I could do walking. <laughs> but I but I found like if I did vacation, I never did that vacation, although I, I kept saying that was what I wanted to do. I never mm-hmm. did that one, but I would do too much. If I went on a vacation, I would do too many things and I come back and I'd be kind of depressed at the end of it. Mm-hmm. And I had to realize that I do better if I go one place and um, have a home base. And then I can go and do excursions from my home base. And then, mm-hmm. so I can still do the fun things, but I, I need to really watch it or I will drive myself into kind of a depressive episode. Hmm. Yeah. And so, I just, so, I don't struggle with depression. 
Uh-huh. It, it, that, that reminds me of how Anne and I do vacations. We generally mm-hmm. go on a cruise, and her kapha nature has her saying, well, let's just relax. You know, if I'm going to do anything, it'll be to get a massage or to get my mm-hmm. nails done. And I'm much more about, oh, you know, I'm going to go to the gym. And then, well, we, and I'll sort of say, well, look, tonight, why don't we go to the comedy show? And eh, she'll enjoy it. But if it was just up to her, she'd just make me relax and read a book and just mm-hmm. enjoy the uh, sitting on the uh, balcony or whatever. And then sometimes we'll, we'll go ashore. I mean, we'll um, be at a port. And then she's thinking, oh, there's nothing really there I want to see. And I'll, oh, I'll say, oh, no, no, I'll, I'll go hiking around and, you know, yeah. and then and show things to her. But then she helps me to relax by, because, and actually there's certain times on a cruise ship, especially if it's a long, longer trip, where you really have to relax. There just isn't always something to do. And mm-hmm. there, or there is, and it's just, it's just too much. So, uh, um that's kind of our, our balance. And she, she kind of helps to uh, um, get me to slow down. And I kind of help her uh, to speed up, you know, and then we're sort of somewhere in the middle. Yeah, I think that's great because I think it's that's how you're both going to end up feeling that you got your needs met. Right. Hers for relaxation and yours for activity. And you've got maintained balance the whole time. Because yeah. you didn't have to go too far into activity and she didn't go too far into relaxation. You got some degree of balance there. Yeah. Because yeah, I'd say that balance is the thing. Yeah. There's an Ayurvedic teacher I know, and this is Jai Dave Singh. He talks about the the dosha's strengths as their superpowers and their challenges, the things that are their kryptonite are those things that drive them out of balance. Mm-hmm. And so, like with Vata, the kryptonite is doing too much, mm-hmm. you know, not taking care of the self. Um, I'm going to sleep when I'm dead kind of attitude. Mm-hmm. And that's going to leave them exhausted and depleted and possibly sick. Right. And the Kafa nature's kryptonite is, I'm just going to sit here and do nothing mm-hmm. for as long as I possibly can. And then that's going to leave them feeling more stuck and stagnant and possibly depressive. And so it's like the our goal is to kind of avoid kryptonite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just like Superman. Uh, and I always thought that was kind of a, he was teaching kids and I saw that what a brilliant way of putting it because we can look at what's my kryptonite. And I think for me, my kryptonite is when I overpromise. I, I, I will say yes to everything. Um, even if in the moment I don't want to do it, but getting into, oh yeah, that sounds fun. Yeah, I, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And um, then I exhaust myself trying to meet all these things that maybe I didn't want to do. So do you have any things that you see in your life that might be kryptonite, that if you do them, you're going to go out of balance? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's a new term. I'm sorry I spring these things on you. It's like, oh, let me ask Jerry this. Oh, uh, geez. I, I, I'd have to be reflective, but things that get in the way, I suppose, um, not getting enough sleep. Uh, mm-hmm. Although I, I do often wake up early and I try to uh, take naps to sort of try to balance that. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think you have a really creative sleep cycle that you like, you'll sleep and then you'll actually get yeah. up for a little bit. If you're awake, you're going to get up and do something and then yeah, might be yeah. up for an hour or two. Actually, I I need to um, find more projects that are I'm able to do independently, like, I don't know, write a novel or mm-hmm. something that I can, I can do with my uh, spare time. Yeah. 
I, I don't know if I'll write a novel, but yeah, some some project <laughs> I could do online that there are or that I'll maybe take a course. I, I, I mm -hmm. actually now that is something I need to do um, before the end of April. I have my uh, I have to get thirty hours of continuing ed in for my license to keep it active. Mm -hmm. And I should probably start working on that. I'm, I'm glad I thought of that. I've got something to do when I can't sleep. <laughs> That's good use of the time, right? Yeah. To do things right. like that. Mm -hmm. And have you seen like changes throughout your life where you reflect back and think, oh, maybe I was more Pitta at that time or more Vata? Yeah. I, I You know, now that I've got something to put on it, the first time I really started and finished something to completion is when I did an addition to the little house that I had in um, Honeybell. And I was about 28 then. And I thought, you know, all the little projects that I'd thought about in my life that I wanted to do, I always dropped them before they were done, you know, moved on to something else, which was fine. I didn't regret it. But this is the first time I actually followed through and got something done to completion. And, uh, mm -hmm. and then, then after that, I, I got my psychiatric technician degree license. Oh, here's something else I did <laughs> through the completion. And, mm -hmm. and it was sort of a, a transition when I was in my late 20s, where mm -hmm. I, I guess I started um, getting a little bit of pitta in me to uh, uh, stay right. focused and, and follow through on things, where I think I was a lot heavier bata before. Mm -hmm. And that's good. And that's, that's the time of life, too. That's the pitta time of life, getting into that, where you start focusing on a little bit more on accomplishment and getting things done. And you had yeah, a growing yeah. family at the time. And so right. you've got to put the roof over their heads. And yeah, yeah, you gotta... get responsible. <laughs> mm -hmm. That's it. Hard for Vatas. Yeah. Hard yeah, for Vatas yeah. to get responsible yeah. because they just, I don't know, different goals. Yeah, yeah. Everybody's I remember I used to have a saying when I was uh, in my uh, early 20s. It was always pleasure before work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. You say I'll have my dessert first. I'm yeah, that's right. That. That's right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so I guess I that's, that. Yeah. Oh, go ahead. I, okay. To answer your question, I guess that's my kryptonite is getting too uh, um, lost in one project after another, bouncing from idea to idea, and trying to stay on track of something. And, mm -hmm. and that's kind of a challenge. Yeah. See, it's good. I think it's that's one of the things I, I really liked about Ayurveda when I first discovered it was it gave me permission in a way to be the way I was and not the way others expected me to be. But it also gave me some tools to um, rein in those things that I wasn't really comfortable with. Mm -hmm. My first husband was more Pitta and Kapha. And mm -hmm. I always thought I should be more, more able to meet what he wanted to do. So if he wanted to go on a bike ride, for him, a bike ride was like 20 miles mountain biking. Mm -hmm. And for me, it was like, I want to go around downtown where it's nice and flat. Maybe we can ride along the river for a couple of yeah. miles and then mm -hmm. have lunch. Mm -hmm. And I always felt bad that I was that way until I found Ayurveda. And it kind of said, oh, well, I'm a different constitution. You know, I can't keep up with it. It's like when you're helping somebody move and they say, you pick up that end of the couch. <laughs> and I just kind of look around <laughs> going, well, it better be somebody else here to help me because I can't pick up this end of the couch. That's right, not right. my strength. Mm -hmm. You know, so I think that um, that's something I've, that it really gave me permission to be more Vata or have that combination Vata and Pitta and not feel bad that I wasn't more Kapha. But I also learned that I could cultivate that Kapha. I could slow down. I could do like mm -hmm. you said, focus on my breath, bring my awareness to this moment and mm -hmm. be present, which yeah. is, you know, a huge gift that Kapha has. I 
I usually say I'm one step out the door. You know, I walk mm-hmm. in the front door and I got to go out the back right away because I've got, can't be here. I got to be over there. Mm-hmm. And um, that's been a real lesson that Ayurveda has brought me is trying to slow down and be present and breathe here. And like you're, like you're saying, finish that, finish the task at hand. You know, yeah. there's no, I don't have to run off to the next thing. Let's see, is there anything else we want to say about our doshas? I think this is really great to, to just kind of have that self-reflection. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah. I think this is something you've learned over the course of doing our podcast. Yeah, that's right. I, I'd say that's true. And, and for those of you that are uh, listening, Harvey could reflect a little bit of what maybe they think their dosha is and some of the strengths mm-hmm. they have and some of the uh, challenges they have. Yeah, I think that's really uh, one of the blessings of Ayurveda. It comes to self-acceptance being and self-awareness, being able to recognize your strengths that, you know, maybe your strength isn't the same as somebody else, but it's something that they need to balance. Mm-hmm. I'm often asked a question about should Ayurvedic people always, should Ayurvedic people should a certain doshic type always be with someone else who's the same type or different type or whatever? And I think it really is great when you're with someone who is a different type because yeah. it balances, it helps to balance you out. If you can, if you can um, be open and accepting the ways in which they're different than you. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, cause sometimes, yeah, cause sometimes I'll get all mad. You're so judgmental, you know, Pitta gets real judgmental about things and I, then I will be judgmental about the judgment and we'll have a battle. But if I just say, oh, but Pitta's got all these great qualities of decision-making and leadership mm-hmm. and kind of ability, good vision, able to see the direction they want to go. And if we can appreciate the strengths in our partners, it doesn't really matter what constitution they are. <laughs> I think it's a little harder if your partner is the same dosha as you because you will tend to spiral each other out. Mm-hmm. That my Vata partner might think, Yes, let's do that vacation. <laughs> Maybe yeah. we could jump out of an airplane too. <laughs> so, so yeah, finding and, ways and then you, you probably end up uh, uh, competing with each other. It, it just gets it just gets out of control. I, mm-hmm. Although I'm sure there are bhattas that live together and, and have very successful mm-hmm. lives. <laughs> right. Well, and, and pittas because pittas could have a lot of headbutting, or they could mm-hmm. work together and be unstoppable. You know, if they're both yeah. working towards the same goal, they'd be unstoppable. And kafas that are living together, they might be real stuck and stagnant, or they can work slowly towards building a terrific foundation for whatever it is they want to accomplish. So you certainly can have uh, beneficial relationships regardless of a constitutional type or anything. It's more about, I think, appreciation. You know, you take care of your side of the street, self-awareness, self-care, and support them to take care of their side of the street. Anything else you'd like to say about doshas? Anything else comes to mind? Uh, no, I, th- I think we've covered it pretty well, at least uh, uh, of, of you and I and how we see our, our doshas, those of our spouses. <laughs> yes. Thanks very much. Um, then, Jerry, thank you. This is Mary Thompson, and here with Jerry Thompson, saying mm-hmm. we wish you good health. Bye now. Thanks for listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, please visit our Patreon at patreon.com slash iyourwhatnow. You can always find us for free wherever you find your podcasts. And remember to subscribe so you'll have access to the latest episodes. We're glad you're here.